What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Live Locks presented by Scores and Odds. If you haven't checked it out already, just making bad life choices, going over to scoresandodds.com where you got picks from me. This piece of crap means all the greats. Plus, you get access to our nice little prop shopping tool. We can see exactly what we have projected for each individual prop. Plus, we're the best lines at most importantly, get access to Grant's Action Lounge. What is Grant's Action Lounge? It's my Discord where I'm throwing in all my bets each and every day so you can get in before the lines end up moving. Just go to scoresandodds.com backslash Discord. Go throw that in the chat there. Joined today by, some would say my friend, some would say my foe, some would say just a piece of crap, Daniel Shervelson. How you doing there, Daniel? I'm doing all right. Who Who is saying that I'm a piece of crap? Who am I, who's me. saying that I'm your foe? Me and me. Oh, and who invited me on the show today? Me. Keep it your friends like close and your enemies closer. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, LeBron James. Uh, turns 38 today. Happy birthday to LeBron. Why don't LeBron you LeBron Greatest player of all time. Just amazing. But, uh, yep, he is. He, uh, we are in agreement for once. A rare, um, a rare time. <laughs> we agree. Yeah. So, do you know what bet? What game I have the most bets in right now? Um, we're talking basketball, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I have. I haven't had a chance to look because I've been digging in DFS wise. But like as far as the actual bets, but I have thoughts on things, obviously. I wonder. Uh, I guess there's lines posted for the Magic. The Magic, of course, are down to eight dudes this evening. Yep, eight players. Where is it? Magic. It is the Magic. Yes, I nailed it. Uh, because you know uh, they got into a little kerfuffle last game with Detroit. Uh, the sequel is never as good as the original. The uh, the Malice of the Palace did not exactly take place, but there was a cheap shot that went down. Uh, there was some suspensions that went down. Orlando's down to just eight bodies, I think. Even one of the guys that got suspended has to play tonight because per you know per rules you got to dress eight so you can't suspend yeah, everybody. Yeah, staggering the suspensions. Yeah, you can't just yeah you can't have them play with four dudes because everybody gets suspended. But yeah, um, it's good. That's going to be a wild game. Uh, I'm curious. I, I guess you're on overs. I assume you're on overs. I've not seen where they set these numbers at, but I have assist under, so I got bull bull under one and a half assist minus one twenty five <laughs> over at Caesars. Okay. Franz Wagner under three and a half sits at minus one twenty nine over at Caesars, um, but the rest of them are over and specifically mostly point overs. So, Bull Bull, what would you set his points line at? Oh man, um, I would set it at fifteen. Yeah, you know, pretty, pretty pretty solid. If you would have, uh, if I would have made you do it by the hook, you might have gotten it right. Fourteen and a half. Look at that, nailed it. It's almost like I follow basketball to some degree. <laughs> I mean, just some degree, but eh, eh, <laughs> eh. Um, yeah. So Bull Bull's probably going to play what? What do we? What do we have for projection? Thirty-six Bull minutes. Yeah. So Bull Bull, like, and obviously, he's he's probably going to see an increase in usage with Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr. So many guys out. Well, Adler uh, Schofield's going to be on the field with him. The field, the court. Uh, they have eight guys and two Caleb Houston. Yeah, Caleb Houston and, and Kevon Harris. Those guys are low usage guys for sure. Now Terrence Ross is a really interesting one, the sixth man coming off the bench. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a number out there. And I am the captain now. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, the real captain is Ben Caro, right? But I, I can see Ross getting busy, having himself a good time, and you know, playing. I was referring to when they shipped off everyone. What was that? Two, three years ago. That's right. That was a callback that I just whipped on. But, yes, that did happen several years ago. And he once dropped a 51 when he was on uh, Toronto like five years ago. Remember that? Yep. 
There you go. I, I remember rostering him for DFS that night. <laughs> uh, I think we had an argument about the worst player to drop 50 points. Is it Terrence Ross? No, it's not Terrence Ross. Um, it's... Ooh, there, there, yeah, there's a couple names out there. Brandon Jennings? Who? Brandon Jennings. Oh, Brandon, Brandon Jennings was actually really good, but he had a knee injury, I think, that ruined his career. From Milwaukee? He dropped yeah. He was awesome, but he just he had his, his his career was just cut short. Yeah, um, I don't remember him dropping fifty, but good for him. Andre Miller for Denver, point guard. Will Willie Burton? I'm like Will Burton hasn't done that, and he's not that bad. Oh, oh for Look the Miami Heat, yeah, Miami, Willie Burton for the Miami Heat. I remember that night. I think I watched that game actually. I love Corey Brewer. Brandon Jennings is number three on this list. Terrence Ross is actually number one. As the worst player to ever drop 50? Yep. That's subjective, but okay. I mean. Yeah, no, I don't trust that list fully. Um, but yeah, I'll, I have Bull Bulls over 14 and a half points, minus 108 over at Superbook, minus 118 over at Sports Illustrated, minus 115 over at DraftKings. And I have his over uh, 25.5 points, rebounds, assists, which just seems such a dumb line. Paolo Bancaro over 22 and a half points, minus 125 over at Win. And I have Franz Wagner over 22.5 points, minus 111 over a season. I got about 3K on that game. Yeah, I mean, it's Orlando's not going to get shut out. <laughs> you know, it's not like you can just not score any points. And they have eight guys, and it's going to be Wagner. Um, that's Franz Wagner. Bancaro, Bulbul, Fultz, and Ross doing a ton of the damage. I believe we're projecting Admiral Schofield to draw the start. Not certain if he'll close. It's possible we'll see Ross close. I think it's uh, Harris and Houston that almost definitely do not close, right? And it's you know it's pretty clear path, like who's going to be on the court, just like who's left standing. Uh, we're projecting, well, especially Bull Bull. I think has one of the safest thirty six minutes out there. Yeah, we I, for, to be fair, we're giving him thirty four, but yeah, I don't think it goes much below thirty four, barring um, some sort of foul trouble goofiness. And even like if this game gets out of hand somehow, uh, at, at least what we have, we need two of the starters to still mop up. Um, and it's probably not Ben Caro, and it's yeah, probably I would not. Yeah, it would be Wagner and Bull Bull would be my guess. Maybe I'm not sure, but it, yeah, it, it, he's he's in contention. The you know play no matter what, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I, I think I think he's just super super solid. Yeah, re- re- really good uh, game on layaway for him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Moving on to the next game here. We got DeJounte Murray over one and a half three-pointers made, plus 105 over at Betway, plus 104 over at FanDuel. I think I moved to one, plus 106. Um, guys averaging two on the season. Great match versus the Lakers. Lakers giving up the seventh most three-pointers made per game. Um, been a little bit rough for him recently, but prior to that, he was on a bit of a tear from beyond the arc. I'm hitting that over. Uh, Trey Young, what do you think his points props at? Yeah, coming back from his calf injury, uh, it might be down like a point or so just because of some precaution. Um, I'm guessing uh, it's probably too low, and that's why that's why you're hitting it. I don't know, but uh, uh, okay. Yeah, to twenty-seven point five. That's his line's generally twenty-six to twenty-eight point five. It depends based on the matchup, but solid matchup going up against the Lakers. Like he's going to shoot. He's going to shoot a lot. Um, yeah. Just a bad line. EJ, for some reason. And they ruled him in really early, for what it's worth, too, by the way. They, they ruled him in, like, yesterday. So it's not like 
we're not certain if he's 100%. Like, if, they're, if you're rolling him in a day early, I assume he's perfectly fine. Whatever injury he had with the – I think it was the calf. I assume it's no, it's not an issue, basically. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be. Um, John Collins under 14.5 points. SAO projections got me on this. I think we have Collins projected for 11.7. Yeah, the line's already down to uh, 13.5. So, Wait, say this number again if you don't mind. I got it at 14.5. It's down to 13.5. Probably not worth it anymore. Wait, under on points? Yep. Yeah, the tricky one with them is, like, they're doing their best, I think, to showcase them to some degree. There's rumors of Atlanta blowing stuff up. There's rumors of him getting moved at the at the deadline. We know Capella is out. We have seen Collins play some five. That's where he shines the most. It's not guaranteed. You know, Akungu probably starts the five. But we've also seen him get in a lot of foul trouble. And he put, he was in foul trouble last game and still played like 34 minutes. There's also a chance that he just ends up, like, the Lakers end up going small, take Brian off the court, and Atlanta just falls suit. Well, he could play the five in a small ball. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I, I'm a little cautious. I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I liked everything up to this point. I'm a little concerned about that one. Well, I mean, who's going to guard LeBron? It's probably going to be Collins, who's most likely going to get him into foul trouble. Uh, yeah, that that's a good. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think who who would it be. I'm looking at. That's why I like LeBron. By the way, I think LeBron's going to smash tonight. Uh, I took his under actually. Oh boy, do you know it's not it's. How do you you don't like narratives? It's his 38th birthday today. He's gonna go out there and ball. He likes wine, so he probably had a few glasses last night. <laughs> the wine's gonna hold him back. No, come on. And like like you said, who I, I don't know that? if you've been 38 with a hangover. I've been 34 with a hangover. It's not <laughs> terribly pleasant. I like people love doing that. Like, like you're not LeBron James. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. He's a finely tuned athlete. That puts like, I don't know, a million dollars into his body every single year as far as getting it into optimal shape. Um, yeah, you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be ready. He's gonna be good to go. Uh, you know, he's a professional. I I think he's officially questionable for what it's worth. I think he's uh he's dealing with an ankle, but you know, LeBron's gonna play. I think yeah. he's gonna play. Um, let's see. Got a few bets in this Chicago Detroit game. Zach Levine over 22.5 points, minus 115 to FanDuel. Zach Levine over 31.5 points, rebound assist, minus 113 over the Caesars. Levine been shooting the ball a ton recently, hasn't had less than 21 points in the last six. Uh, 22.5 going up against the second-worst defensive team in the league. I'm I'm rolling with both overs. Yeah, I, Levine's been kind of disappointed. That's another team, by the way, that's blowing stuff up, the Bulls. It's, it's not happening. If they if they if they see an opening, Rose and going to the Lakers. I mean, I don't. I love people that do that. Like, who are the Lakers going to give up for Rose? They have no assets. They have no draft. Well, you know? I mean, if you're blowing things up for Chicago, then I mean, you can also take. See, that's the thing. Like, give a few future, like, well into the future, first round draft picks, and then Russell Westbrook, and you're kind what? of good. Westbrook is tradable for DeRozan? So the main thing is get rid of Westbrook. He's off the, like, especially at the trade deadline. You know you're not going anywhere. Why would you not take on Westbrook for the next few months? That's it. Is he a free agent in this season? Yep. Um, I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I suppose that's not a big deal. But, like, you're getting – the Lakers don't even have – I mean, w- w- which is their next first-round pick that's coming up? 
I don't know. It's a, they don't have a lot of assets. Twenty twenty six. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just keep trading your first round picks indefinitely. Yeah. I feel like the Bulls can do better than Russell Westbrook and a first round pick for the Lakers in 2026 for DeRozan. Maybe I'm wrong to say that, but and I'm not the most tra- trade savvy guy, but like DeRozan's got to be more tradable than that. That's like a. Da- that's yeah, like a- I think it was this was uh, Bill Russell or not Bill Russell, Bill, Bill, Bill Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. yeah, Simmons lives in the dream world. So I, I I've enjoyed myself some Bill Simmons over the years, a little less these days, but um, you know enjoyed his uh, you know his, his uh, podcast and his articles many years ago uh sports guy but um that feels like dreamland to me maybe i'm missing something i mean i think they'll they'll, i'm putting money on the lakers to win the championship just because i have to assume at some point they're going to trade off westbrook but but what do you assume they're getting back let's just let's play along just for a second let's let's assume they get DeRozan for westbrook right let's do that are they a championship team now? It's DeRozan, LeBron, and a bunch of bumps. Well, I have to – they'll probably take on someone else like Caruso or so, someone. <laughs> um, but realistically, they if they have DeRozan, yeah. yes, they are better than 100 to 1 odds, which is what I'm getting them at. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hedge out like, – look, look if they t- – Indy's another possibility. If they trade for Miles Turner and Buddy Hyde – that yeah, means- that one's been floated out there a ton. And like again, I asked the same question. You throw those two guys in the Lakers, are the Lakers better than you know Milwaukee? Or are they Boston? better? No, but again, hundred to one odds. Are yeah. they the favorite? Absolutely not. Do they are they twenty to one odds? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like LeBron AD on a team alone with some other moderate players. Is a championship caliber team. AD was playing ridiculous. It just and LeBron has been hyper efficient. Everyone else has been garbage, just absolute garbage. How mad is Dennis Schroeder retroactively at his agent? The amount of money he turned down a couple of years ago. Uh, that's I mean, what was it, like eighty mil or a hundred mil he, was, he turned down supposedly. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna test out free agency. Did not work out for him. And you're right. I forgot about Davis. I was thinking in my head like he's done for the year, but I don't think that's the case. It might be, but he's not officially done. We'll see. Stay tuned. No. But, yeah, if he comes what back. What if they trade to Utah? Get Markinen, get Olenek, get Clarkson for Westbrook? Why would Utah do that? Um, get some future first-round picks and have a boatload of money to spend next year with all the picks from the Gobert trade. Yeah, I mean – in You're theory, essentially being rid of your entire forty percent of your cap space by taking on Westbrook for half a year, and then having him off the books next year. Like Utah's in this weird spot where like they're supposed to be tanking this year and they're not as terrible as they should be. Uh, they're not bad. good enough. They're Matt, a lot Matt. worse recently. They started off as the best team in the league. Well, yeah, sure. We knew that was yes. They they overachieved. Now they're overachieving a little bit less. But um, and like the other part is and. You know, free agents are not going to Utah, man. Like the optimal free agents are not. I know they have money, but they're just not going. You have the option to live in any of these thirty cities. And I'm sure Salt Lake City is beautiful. I've heard good things. No likes it, but uh, you know that's just not. Ha- what was the last big name free agent to sign in Utah? Start the list. Doesn't I happen. mean? Yes, but if you have enough draft picks and enough <laughs> guys coming in, I mean, even even someone like Houston. Like, 
take Eric Gordon's a perfect fit in LA. Garrison he Matthews wouldn't be bad. LeBron. Yeah, he, he, they can move him too. Like he's he's a piece they probably could get pretty easily. Yeah, um, yeah. Three team team trades like very easily possible to get Houston in there. Like, all right, I'll take on Westbrook's contract. I don't care. Um, but we've gone off the rails. We're going back to betting. Giannis yeah. in a great spot tonight. I'm taking his unders. Do you know uh, what his points re his points line is at? You hate is it like 31? Up. What's that? Up. 32? Up. 33? Up. Wow. Uh is it 35? 35 and a half. That is that is a that's a number. That have we ever seen? You do this every single day. Have you ever seen a number that high for one person? I for just feel one? like I have. Um, I think I've seen KD at 34 and a half um, without some guys. I think I've seen I've seen a few few different ones. Um, but, yeah, 35 and a half. No, no, no holiday, no, no, no George Hill, doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, he's got a 40% usage, and those guys are off the court. He's going to run the show. Uh, for what it's worth, our, I think our projection team, like if you look at the – the projections where he's projected for 36, <laughs> 36 fantasy points. Actual points, points rebounds, like assist line. I've never seen anything like this. It's a 55.5. Woof. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Um, That's insane. I might end up hitting that under too. Uh, but yeah. What's the juice on it? Rolling, huh? What's the juice on that number? Uh, minus 105 on the under. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I mean, because like it's clear that like he's gonna have a big game, but the, the books can't—they're putting the numbers high. They're really testing you by throwing yeah. that number up pretty high, which is smart of the books, I think. And yeah. I, I like—I like the thought of going under on it, actually, which I hate to say, just like it sounds like you hate betting it, but it's what you're supposed to do, I guess. Yeah, LeBron James already talked about this earlier. At the under forty-five point five, which is a pretty high number, you can get it forty-six point five on the under. I wouldn't hit it at forty-four point five. Um, Zion. Under 40.5. Oh, I missed one or I missed several. Um, Sabonis, we got this question in chat. Um, do I like Sabonis's over? Yes, I do. I already hit his points, rebounds, assists. I love line. Sabonis tonight. Yeah, should absolutely dominate. I mean, we've talked about Utah being a massive funnel in the paint. They've been crushed. Like Sabonis has been getting 20 boards a, several games recently. 20 points should dominate here he could end up with 50 pr in the spot i was looking at this before the show i was writing about sabonis actually uh, first of all his first game back from injury dealing with the thumb it sounds like he's just going to kind of deal with the pain and tolerate the pain he had it taped up uh he did he took 18 shots which is really really positive i thought maybe he would just not shoot as much right 18 shots is a lot of shots for sabonis not only that he took two threes and he made two threes so I'm assuming it's just not affecting his shot. Um, it's probably some sort of pain tolerance to some degree. I believe it's on his non-shooting hand for what it's worth. Uh, Utah, like you said, is a funnel inside. No teams have more more points in the bucket uh, per game in the paint. Uh, Sabonis averages about like 62, 63% of his points come from the paint. Really no rim protector for Utah. I guess Kessler kind of may be, you know, if he's coming off the bench and only playing so many minutes. Um, he should dominate. Utah, I think, gives up the third most uh, defensive rebounds. Uh, I'm sorry, offensive rebounds. And they're they're a, re- a pretty good uh, rebounding team, but defensively, as far as getting get their defensive rebounds, they are vulnerable. And Sabonis is, I think, 15th in the league, averaging about three offensive boards per game. This situation is ripe for a couple putbacks as well. I I love Sabonis tonight. Um, 
240 is a total in that game, and they're favored. Like the, the environment's great uh, as, as far as you know going up back and forth. Uh, I meant to, that was someone I wanted to point out. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I think Sabonis is just a smash city this evening. Yeah. Um, you weren't ready for a lot of stats, were you? I got a message from someone. Um, oh, nothing important. Just I get distracted easily because I have ADD. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on Sabonis. A few other bets. J Val over 25.5 points, rebounds, assists. Trey Murphy under 12 and a half points, minus 123 at Caesars. Really like Jordan Poole. Um, he's been crushing my soul and my pocketbook, as, as people call it, um, recently, but he, he's got to gotta get right eventually like he's been shooting the ball not great the last five games but the volume has been absolutely spectacular i have his over 26 and a half points i think that that's too low we currently have him project for 30 great match we're going up against portland just i'm, I'm just going to keep hitting this yeah clay is back so he probably takes a few less shots for what it's worth but his efficiency i haven't looked at this but in my brain i feel like Clay probably helps his efficiency, but probably takes yeah. away a couple of shots. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the What's the number you're looking at as far as twenty six uh, and a half minus one eleven on the over at Caesars? Yeah, uh, and it's a good matchup there against Portland as well. So, I uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. You know, I I believe in the talent, and sounds like you believe in the talent too, and the volume should be there. Yep. Uh, Vanderbilt over six and a half rebounds minus one twenty. Fanduel that's already moved out. The reach. I got I got a few go bears over. Um go bear over 12 and a half points, minus 118 at sewer book. Go bear over 25.5 points, rebounds assist, minus 111 over at Caesars. Um there's he's just gonna be in the game. He's gonna it should be a fast paced game. I, it's gonna be a high scoring game. He's gonna be involved. I'm I'm rolling with that over those overs. Is um I'm just trying to think. Are those numbers typically lower than they generally are? Because that matchup against Milwaukee, I, I don't like uh, picking on. They're slightly lower than normal. Yeah. SAO Projections has Gobert at, let's see. Um, they have him at 29.55. It's a weird one, man. He was benched the other day. That was against Miami, though. And Miami was playing kind of small. They're going to need him. They're going to need him going yeah. up against Giannis. They're playing them together with Nas to some more so than they have basically all season. Nas Reed's played great. Um, I believe Gobert also was in some foul trouble last game. I want to say it's yeah, it's been uneven. I, I guess it's a nice way of, of saying the early results on Gobert uh, in Minnesota, but theoretically, yeah, he's going to be the guy out there, you know, botting with with Lopez. Lopez does drag you away from the the basket a little bit though, as far as rebounds to some degree. Does that bother you? Does that concern you, or you don't care? Don't really care. I mean, they're going to need him more inside for – I mean, they'll probably put they, – I wouldn't surprise me if they put Nas in there and then put Brooke Lopez on Giannis. Wait, put Brooke Lopez on Giannis? Uh, Gobert on Giannis. Uh, okay. I mean, if that's the case uh, – I think you're going to throw Jaden McDaniels on Giannis. I think that's their best bets, but yeah. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll move some things around and change things throughout the game. Um, last two bets: Paul, Chris Paul over three and a half rebounds, minus one to six at FanDuel and Superbook. Scotty Barnes under fourteen and a half points, minus one ten at FanDuel. We got some football bets. 
Um, done pretty well so far this year. Uh, on this show, we're up sixty thousand two hundred and five dollars. Um, That's pretty good. Sixty grand, not bad. Yeah, fifty-seven percent win rate on NFL, fifty-two plus twenty-six K on NBA. That's a little bit. My odds are all over the place on NBA. Same thing with MLB, eight seven K NHL. Made 7K. NHL was my most popular ROI sport. Can you name players you're betting on for NHL? Can you? I'd love to hear uh, you name some of the players. Nope. No idea. I just make money. <laughs> I make money. I haven't done a ton of it recently, but... Yeah. We've, we've, on the show, we've made $1.111 million in bets. Wow. More than that, actually, since I don't have some sites up here. Yeah. And what's your overall part of the ROI? 4.64. And this is year to date. So this is basically we're, we're, we're at the end. This is the last show before the season's over. So what are we finishing with? Finish strong. Uh, yeah. No, we're finishing up 60.2K unless things go different tonight. But even if I lose everything tonight, we're still up minimum 50-some-odd K. That's pretty good, man. That's good job. Good job. Congratulations. Yeah, and these are all my bets just Monday through Friday before um, noon. I think, yeah. All right. Oh, Joe, can't get into the Discord. Um, let's see. Zach, well, I can show you. Can't get into the Discord link for grant work. I always click it and it says can't find channel. Someone help me. It should be just under featured grants action lounge, but um, email support. They should be able to figure it out. Ross will, Ross will be able to figure it out. But on to football bets. Um, I'll, I'll send a message to Ross to uh, DM me your your email address or your Discord. Um, yeah, so I'm on Ross St. Brown over 79.5 receiving yards. This guy's just getting peppered with targets constantly. I love him this week. Yeah, he's going to crush. Fields under 70.5 rushing yards. Seems like he's rushing less since his shoulder injury. Had a horrible rushing week last week. 7.5 is a bit too high. So- not to cut you off, but yeah, so he, he openly talked about wanting to get that uh, rushing record. He talked about it last week, and he said last week he barely ran. He got like 15 yards, and now he's still like over 200 yards away to get it. Um, And like you said, maybe something's wrong with him. And, and why would the Bears be playing with him if he's not 100%? It, the whole thing's kind of confusing to me. Like he can yeah. get the rushing record next year. It's not like he has yeah. to get this year. He's, he's going to, you know, he's going to be around a while, theoretically. But yeah, uh, what I do yeah. when you're injured. Yeah, uh, and also there's some speculation that he may not play, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, he's going to – obviously, that would just be voided, but I assume he plays. But that is a weird – I liked his overs last week for the – you know, he's openly talking about, yeah, I'm going to get this basically. But now – Yeah, I liked his overs last week too, and then, all right, you're just not going to – okay, all right, well, just might as well go after myself. Um, Detroit got ran on all over the place last week for what it's worth. Carolina put up a – I don't know how much of that game you saw, but – just yeah. chunk play after chunk play on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Foreman and Chuba had what 250 yards at halftime. It was insane. It was in Detroit before that. Previous to that, was really really good. You know, for like a month at least against the against the run. But yeah, just interesting. Uh, it's interesting data points, and I'm always sure what to do with it. To be honest, Detroit's not that bad. Like, but they also probably weren't as good as they were a month ago, the last month against the run. But go ahead, you were saying. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson, I took all the rushing unders in the Broncos game. <laughs> Russell Wilson under 14.5 rushing yards. Latavius Murray under 46.5 rushing yards. Jarek McKinnon under 27.5 rushing yards. 
Pacheco under 66 and a half rushing yards. I mean, I think Casey's going to air it out and Denver is going to be playing from behind, just airing it out. So it's going to be ugly on the Denver side, but. I, 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 I have to air it out for though. Casey's one of those teams though that tends to even still throw the ball when they're ahead by a bit, right? Yeah. It takes them a while to just kind of grind. Yeah, it. I might end up taking the over on um, Mahomes, two hundred eighty-six and a half passing yards. I'm still still waiting to for more, but not a ton of lines are out, or not He's a ton of books have lines. for the MVP, like if, if, that, if that matters to him, right? Like that's still up for grabs. Um, you know, uh, hasn't been decided just yet. Hurts. We're not sure if Hertz is going to play. It seems like it's going to be Minshew this week, but we'll see. Stay, it stay. It's almost certainly Mahomes for MVP. Which, yeah. by the way, people talking last week or after last week um, that, like, oh, if you don't believe that Hertz like, it was the MVP before, this basically proves it. I'm like, because they lost to a 12-2 and team <laughs> in Dallas when their defense gave up 37 points. And your backup yeah. still put up 300 plus yards. He had he had negative. He had some turnovers and bad turnovers. And Minshew was actually pretty confident. He was he ran the offense yeah. pretty well. Um, so I, I, if anything, was an, that was an argument like that you could say if you want to say that Hurts is like kind of a product of the system to some degree. Um, yeah, I I don't I didn't hear that take, but I mean obviously to take that away from one game uh, and even the weird conclusions that are drawn that's that doesn't make any sense to me at all. What you're suggesting, like yeah, you're you're right that that was a weird argument that people were making allegedly that's that's odd but uh yeah it hurts been very good spectacular season but i mean i think mahomes is the mvp and do you have any bets on that or no um no i don't i have the i got limited to oblivion in all futures markets and pretty much every site really yeah do what what did it to you was there one uh Jokic. yeah Jokic. it mostly Jokic. i i just boatloads of money on Jokic to win MVP last year. And that's it. You hit it one time and then just like they, they lock, I think you're on to something, you know, a guy. Well, I also like use a lot of free bets on futures. And so yeah. I've got like 10 grand from golden state and something like that. Um, who won for baseball? I can't remember. LeBron officially playing by the way, no surprise. Uh, who won for baseball this year? Well, I can't remember. It was Houston. Yeah. You're, Oh, yeah, 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 the Astros. I was thinking MVP. I'm like, who was the MVP this year? Uh, was it Harper? I don't remember. I just – I watch every game. Like, yeah, I just, I just forget these things. But uh, – I don't know. 2022, who was the MVP? Was it Bryce Harper? Judge and Goldie. Who was it? Judge and Goldie. That's right. Yeah, Judge for American League, obviously. Yeah, that was an easy one. But I was thinking National. Goldsmith, yeah. Goldie yeah. was close to a Triple Crown. Yeah. And they didn't um, let him get it, I don't think. It was so strange. Yeah. Right off a few more bets. Darius Slayton under 49.5 receiving yards, minus 110. DK Burnett under 28.5 receiving yards, minus 114 at FanDuel. DJ Moore under 57.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at win. Darnold under 16.5 rushing yards, minus 117 at Caesars. Thielen under 43.5 receiving yards, minus 113 at Caesars. And one of my favorite bets, Jefferson over 96.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DK. He's going for the record. Minnesota's still playing for stuff. He's hit this. Not really. Minnesota's kind of locked in. Like they have a small, small, small chance, I think, that move and adjust, but they've won the division. But you're right. The Jefferson thing, I think he needs like about 200 more yards, I want to say. So Vikings, I think, can still get the number three seed. 
And okay. would you say that there's a pretty drastic difference between playing the Buccaneers or the Panthers or the Saints or the Falcons? I think we're still technically in it. Or playing the Lions or the Seahawks or the Cowboys? Um, <laughs> I feel like the Cowboys are probably the best team amongst like all the other teams you mentioned. Oh, they are. But I would still rather play the Bucks or the Panthers. Especially if the Panthers win this week, you want that number two seed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose in home fields matters as well. Uh, Minnesota, let's see, the Vikings. The Vikings technically have a two percent chance to get the first round by. Uh, if you look yeah. at the five thirty eight stuff, and that's, you know, you're going to need some uh, some stumbling on the other side. Um, a loss but, this week to the Saints, and a loss next week to the Giants. It, yeah, the Eagles you're talking about, which yep, which is unlikely. But yeah, they're, they're, you're telling me there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. But yeah. yeah, that's pretty much the show. Your boy, uh, Dude Man Pie, he's got the, the the Panthers to win the division. I'm not sure if you've heard that or he's talked to you about it. Whew. Yeah. Uh, I had a show with him yesterday. I know you did too. Yeah. I think he said he has um, like a 24 to 1 or something like that. So that's. When asking cool. what my favorite prop is today, Bull Bull over 14 and a half points, um, depending on what you get it at. Let's see. Um, I'll check. I know if you have Superbook, then go get Bull Bull up. Over 14 and a half at minus 108. If you have MGM, go hit it minus 110. Um, don't hit it minus 140 at DK. Don't hit it minus 154 no. at Caesar. So yeah, it's it's move, it's moved, it's moving, and it's moved. Um, so if you can, if you have MGM, like Adams, what 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 sites do you have available? That that's kind of the bigger question. People always ask. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine. What's your favorite bet? And I'm like, which site? What's what state are you in? Are you, yeah, what state are you in? Are you using a bookie offshore? What lines do you currently have available? Like it, it's a, it's kind of a tough question if I don't know because I'm like, well, if you can get bull bull at fourteen and a half at minus one hundred eight, then that's by far my favorite bet. But if you're getting at minus one fifty four at Caesars, don't bet that. There's a massive disparity there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, Add, it, it, adding it, the context it, is very important, and people shouldn't just like you. I, 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 you can't just like blindly say like it's not the responsibility shouldn't be on you. But like you're saying, I like this bet at this book, and people should understand that it's very, very specific to that number, that book, right? Georgia, uh, I'm assuming you have MGM hit bull bull or points bet hit bull bull over fourteen and a half at minus one ten. He's over in Georgia. Wait, George, does Georgia have? I didn't know Georgia has. Just playing at Prize Picks at the moment. Um, all right. Uh, well cross-reference lines and figure out uh, I, I guess bull bull over 14 and a half points just go with that i don't i i, I don't play prize picks because not allowed over here so prize picks is mostly in states uh, that do not have sports gambling it's kind of like the substitute for, for it yeah and uh yeah and their line is probably similar and you know uh how that works is they, they have some some good lines to take advantage of sometimes but you gotta pair it up with two or three or four or five other bets to make parlays of yeah, there parties. is massive disparities there for something. Same thing with Monkey Knife Fight. Um, I found one that was like eight points different on something ridiculous, or one that was like thirty rushing yards different. Just some. Most of the lines are not good because you need essentially minus one thirty seven odds. Um, yes, is your break even? But there's some that are legit should be minus two hundred. Um, it's not a lot, especially earlier on the week. You can find 
20 rushing yard disparities on things. Um, yeah. Man, a lot of guys for Russ, Russell Wilson, a lot of his wide receivers are are actually standing up for him. A lot. What do you mean? Like you're talking about like as far as they got his back? Yeah, like. What have I missed? Our school tweeted out that apparently Russell Wilson has his own office and private parking spot at the Broncos facility. And everyone's like, yeah, his work ethic is unlike anything I've ever seen. He needs an office because he's there at 5 a.m. every single day. Like he's always been an overachiever, and now it's and like good for him. He turned his, himself into a, an incredible, uh, a, a, you know, career. I, good conversation. I don't know if this is the platform for it. Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer? Maybe Russell Wilson. I, I feel like he was before yeah. this year. <laughs> he still is. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer, and like it's so. What's happened to him? It's just you know. Again, yeah, he was like we saw Aaron Rodgers off year. Um, granted, it wasn't to this extent, but. Russell Wilson could be back to one of the best QBs in the league next year. And I mean, why? 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 What? what, what Paint me this. Why would he be better this year than he is uh, next year than he is this year? Well, first of all, he can't get any worse than he was this year. Um, <laughs> we said that coach, last year about Russ, to be fair. Oh, no, he did well the second half of the season. Last season, he was hurt. He was playing with, like, I think, a thumb and something like that. He was terrible in the second yes, half. Yes, he got it together the set, at the end of the second half of last season. Okay. He was actually playing pretty decent. Um, it was the, right when he came back from mallet finger that he was struggling. Um, so like the last few games, he was playing pretty decent. Yeah. Cardinals, three touchdowns, Detroit, four touchdowns, Chicago, two touchdowns, um, two, 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 two. Like he was playing a lot better. The last seven games, okay. he averaged over two touchdowns a game. And you so. think there's a scenario. And again, I, I'm not the guy like Hackett supposedly is an offensive genius. Uh, that didn't happen. I mean, whatever, whatever didn't work. There was some injuries. If you want to give that argument as well too, but um, I guess there's a story you can paint yourself. There's yeah. also like, it's being floated out there. He might get cut, which is like insane. The amount of money. No, that's it's, it's no, it, it, no, he's not getting cut. Okay. I mean, I, I again, I'm not the most cap savvy guy, but I know it would be a you huge. You get almost no cap. Do you know who's saying most of that? Uh, people that want clickbait, I guess. I don't know. Yes. There's no talks of it in the Broncos facility. There's no talk of it in Broncos ownership. It's strictly just people talking about it. Trevor Lawrence now questionable with a toe. That's an interesting one because uh, this just this just dropped because the Jags really that what matters is game does not matter. What game is it? This game this week is entirely irrelevant. Well. Mostly, there's like there's a small, small, small percent chance that like it could matter. I think if they can win this week and lose next week and still get in, I think that's a possibility. But yes, it, the end and short, the long and short is it mostly is a right and, and there was thoughts earlier in the week that the Jags would rest guys, and now that's interesting. It's just being floated out there. He's got a toe and he's comfortable, and you know, uh, I don't know if the, if lines have moved already, but it's worth taking a peek there. But, you know, there was speculation early in the week, and then the coach came out and said all the games matter or something like that. Um, yeah. Like we're not, yeah, but now if they give him this toe injury, and everybody's got something, I suppose, right? Uh, that's it. I just think that's interesting and something to monitor. Yeah. All right, well, Dino, it's been fun. we got to get out of here. We've been doing this for 40 minutes. Yeah, man. We'll be I, back I next year. What's up? We'll be back next year. Yeah. Yeah, dude. 
happy new year happy new year everybody out there watching yeah. be safe have a good time enjoy yourself make some money you're signing off i'm not signing off all right it's been fun we're out of here holler kids holler